Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. A big win for the 49ers. And like Ernest said, a big win and a huge loss in the loss of Trey Lance. It appears, according to ESPN, that Trey Lance is going to be out for the remainder of the season with possible season-ending ankle surgery. Uh, not exactly what anyone wanted out of this game. You get the win, 27-7 to against the Seattle Seahawks. Really, the Seahawks do nothing on offense. Geno Smith... I don't know how he only threw five incomplete passes because really the defense suffocated him the entire game. But I think the big news coming out of this first is that Trey, you know, Trey Lance is going to be out for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback. I don't think that's what anyone wanted as far as you don't want a guy to get hurt. You just don't want a player to get injured. Trey Lance, unfortunately, gets injured. Uh, it's one of those freak things in football. He comes up, he goes to plant. You know, kind of that ankle gets underneath him, and, and next thing you know, you got an injury. So it's too bad. What's up to everyone in chat, though? I want to go ahead and say, how's it going to everyone? Uh, what's up, Traffic, Shooter, Ernest, David? How's it going? Um, I, I'm glad you guys are all there. Ben, how's it going? Ronnie, we'll have a fun conversation, even though there is some sombering news about Trey Lance. There is still some, you know, some some reasons to be happy because the 49ers, you know, fix their their problems. Uh, they didn't turn over the football today. They didn't create the penalties. They kept. They played a pretty clean game. In fact, they were the ones making plays. Talano Ufanga flashed again. So remembering the good positives that came out of this game is what we're going to have to do because there's nothing we can do about the Trey Lance situation. Trey is going to be hurt. He's going to be out. Uh, I don't know if it's going to end up being season-ending, if that's official yet, um, but it's really unfortunate news for a young kid that's learning. I did like what Kyle said. I watched the very first part of the presser. So I was trying to get some information on Trey. And, you know, Kyle said straight up, he was like, hey, Trey was still asking me about some of the reads before he got injured. I think that just goes to show how 
how much of a you know a player he is as far as his mindset and going about it. Uh, I'm sure that this is cutting people up inside. It's not what you want. But the 49ers have to move forward. They have to try to salvage this team because they, or salvage the season. They have a lot of players. And this is why you have a really talented backup. This is something Kyle approached last year when they drafted Trey Lance. It was Trey Lance was that very talented backup guy. And Jimmy this year was the inverse. Um, so Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be asked to, to get wins, asked to win football games for this 49ers team. He's done it in the past. Uh, we'll see if he can do it. They did get a big win, though. Their, number, their first in the division tied with the Rams. Uh, I think that is good news, at least for the 49ers, especially after last week. It was just a rough one. Um, so let's go ahead and, and get into this a little bit. David Campbell says, front office looking like genius keeping Jimmy now. Yeah, I mean, now that you have the quarterback, it's important. It, it's important because the season's not over. You know, and I, I have seen people calling for Brock Purdy. Uh, he's not going to be starting the quarterback over Jimmy Garoppolo. It's going to be Jimmy. You know, and this is, I mean, it's unfortunate because you don't want your starting quarterback to go down in Trey Lance, uh, but this is that insurance policy. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is now going to have a bunch of bonuses that are going to kick in because he's definitely going to be playing more than 25% of snaps in these games. Uh, but this is why you have him. This is why Jimmy stayed. Just in case something like this happened, he understands the system. He understands this locker room. He can go in there, step right in. The perfect situation as far as a backup quarterback goes in this league no one had a better one. Now, how do the 49ers handle the quarterback room moving forward? Obviously, Brock Purdy will be active and ready to play in future games, but I expect them to go ahead and sign another quarterback to the practice squad uh, because they're just going to need another guy just in case something happens. But hopefully we don't approach that. We had a quarterback injury. No more quarterback injuries for the 49ers, please. Uh, Travis says, sucks that Lance got injured. You wish that uh, wish that on no one, especially your own, but looks like keeping Jimmy was the best move Fourniers have made recently. Maybe now the man can get some much-deserved love. Um, yeah, and Shooter says that's why they kept him. I think that's kind of the consensus. No one wanted to see Trey Lance get hurt, but we're at least uh, you know, okay with the fact that, hey, we have Jimmy Garoppolo to step in there, and he can still win football games. Knowing that he can do that is important. Uh, Jimmy's proven through time. He can help your football team win games. He's not the sole reason for it, um, but in Kyle Shanahan's system, you don't have to be the sole reason for it. You run the football. 49ers ran the ball over 40 times today. That means you're going to win the game. That's a guaranteed victory. 27-7 was a dominant victory. A lot of that because of the defense. Special teams chipping in as well you know, with the, the turnover, the fumble. Did not like the blocked field goal, uh, but other than that, I thought the special teams played pretty well. They were pinning Seahawks back uh, really good with angled kicks coming from Robbie Gold. So overall, I thought it was a really good game plan from all three levels of the 49ers uh, team today. And that was exciting. Ben V says, Super Bowl or bust, no excuses. It's next man up mentality. That's how it has to be. And I think they were we were expecting Trey to take the 49ers to the playoffs. And I don't think we can expect anything else from Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's what he's going to have to live up to. Uh, we'll see what the game plans look like for, going forward with Jimmy. We'll see if these defenses start loading the box. Jimmy took some shots down the field. Uh, they didn't always work out. He had one to Ayuk along the sidelines. I thought Ayuk could have came away with. That would have been a big play early in this game. And then he tried to get one to Danny Gray. It did not work out, but at least he tried to get the ball down the field to Danny Gray on that situation. Um, you know, one of those situations where, hey, it, it would have been as good as a punt or better than a punt in that situation. So I don't mind it at all. It was a little bit different from Jimmy. Uh, Shylock is, has been an avid Jimmy Garoppolo supporter. Comes in and says, you see that clutchness. It was big for Jimmy coming in off the bench, understanding what his role was and getting it done. Um, I mean, that's a tough situation because easily this team could have been deflated with, you know, Trey Lance getting hurt. 
And Jimmy Garoppolo, because they have so much belief in him, he's proven it to him before, and they believe in him as a person, as a player. They were able to keep that going. The defense uh, be, just kept being suffocating the Seattle Seahawks offense, and that was really important. It allowed Jimmy Garoppolo to get comfortable, understand what his job was, and then you know he made a couple of big throws. Now, there were some shaky moments as well, especially when the rain um, was there. It looked like the ball wasn't coming out of his hand good. I'm looking forward to watching the film more and seeing what was going on with that. But overall, Jimmy Garoppolo comes in and does what he's supposed to do. Debo Samuel makes some freaking great runs again. Jeff Wilson Jr. looked pretty good running the football today. I was excited about that. And TDP was the choice of the young rookies that gets to run. And I thought he had some great moments as well. Of course, Ayuk looked good along the way. So uh, 49ers have some young players that step up and make some plays. I think that was good news for the 49ers. And I thought overall the offensive line did well at times, especially in the run game. There were some problems, especially when you got the big guy Woods on uh, you know, Spencer Burford. That ended up being a difficult matchup for Burford. But Woods, I mean, that's a hoss right there. That guy's a, a mass uh, and they had to deal with. And that's, that's tough. Um, Ernest said, uh, there's a doctor on YouTube that explains it all. It compares it to the Dak Prescott injury. That's not good. Um, uh, don't like that. Ben V says, when you run up the middle nonstop, that will happen. Everybody saw it coming. Here's the thing though. And I want to watch, but I'm pretty sure that play was an RPO. So that's a, that's a run pass option. And Trey runs up the middle. It wouldn't have mattered if Trey was running to the right or to the left. If you go to cut like that, you get your leg stuck underneath you and penned and you take a hit. There's a chance for a lower body injury. That's this is the way it is. Um, it's unfortunate that it happened for sure. And what's up, Shooter? Thanks so much for the super chat. I'll I'll check this out uh, right now. Shooter says defense was on another level today, and you're right. It's absolutely suffocating. So I love the defense. Thanks so much, Shooter, uh, for the super chat. I really really appreciate it. So I mean, you know what, Ben? I mean, it it sucks. We don't want these injuries to happen for sure. Um, but I've seen all the stuff on Twitter about running him up the middle and, and all that. But it doesn't matter if you run up the middle, you run outside. It doesn't matter. These type of injuries can happen. But I've been pretty clear that I didn't think they should run Trey Lance a whole lot. Um, but, I mean, overall, I didn't think that there was a lot of runs in this game. Like, it's not the volume of carries at which he carried in this game that got him hurt. Uh, it's just unfortunate. I, I really do. I think there's going to be a lot of people that continue to blame uh, Kyle and you know that that's you can blame Kyle if you want I'm not going to blame him he's using his quarterback skill set to the best of its ability um, that's what you're supposed to do as a coach you look at your players and you're like okay I'm going to use you here and here and here um, and you know you're trying to limit the amount of carries that Debo Samuel and, and Trey Lance get when it comes down to it you need them and you need their assets to be able to win football games and one of Trey's greatest assets was the fact that he was going to run the ball don't think that when he comes back from injury all of a sudden he's going to become a pure pocket passer, he's still going to want to use his legs to scramble. They're still going to design runs for him. It's just the way it is. It's unfortunate the injury happened, though, because I would have loved to have seen um, Trey Lance have more you know, more times to carry the football. Peter says, I've been waiting for the Niners to blow out Seattle for a long time. Yeah, that's a nice win, right? Getting it done against Seattle. Ronnie says, Jennings is a bully. Uh, they weren't ready for that smoke. I love Jennings' attitude at the end, just blocking hard, playing hard. you got to love that for sure. David Campbell says plus 20 TDP advantage too. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's nice. I mean, that's the thing. This team was really good. Um, they played well. And and TD, and David saying uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, he's talking about time of possession. That was good. Brad Jones says, what's up, Ant? No, it's harsh to say, but with Lance injury, the outside noise now stops. It's all on Jimmy for the season. I think that the noise is going to pick up on Jimmy. 
Um, but I think it's going to first, it's going to be on Kyle. The outside noise is going to be firmly on Kyle Shanahan because Trey Lance got hurt and he got hurt on a run play. If Trey Lance would have got hurt on a drop back pass, there wouldn't be the same criticism, but Kyle Shanahan's going to have to wear it. And that's just the, I mean, that you understand that as a coach, you're going to wear it. You make decisions. Um, but I mean, Kyle was just on, uh, with, um, on, the NBC Bay area just the other night talking about the fact he would run Trey, you know, however much they needed him to run. So I don't think he was, you know, second guessing his decision. I don't know if he will now, um, but I don't think he's going to back off of that at all. Uh, Ernest says Jimmy's going to make his bonus now. That's spot on. Juanito saying Jimmy G quarterback one. Um, he's happy about it. Brad Jones says Arizona somehow back in the game against the. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, last time I saw it was twenty to seven. So Brad, keep me updated on that. Uh, ben V says Kyle got Trey hurt uh, with excessive run plays, and now he'll uh, pat himself on the back for keeping Jimmy. Um, I don't know if you can call it excessive, like I said earlier. I mean, if it would have been in the third quarter and he had carried the ball eight, nine times uh, on design runs, I would agree with you. But, I mean, what would be like four four runs in, three runs in, something like that? I don't know if it's excessive. Um, Jay Hill, what's up, Jay? Says, big picture, next year we're going to have the exact same boat. That's concerning. Uh, I mean, is it the exact same boat? I don't think so. Um, Trey will be a year older. I mean, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo will be here. I don't think it's the same boat, and they can't, in fact, you know, uh, franchise tag him. So it's a little bit different. Uh, Uncle Rob says defense looked good, good pressure. I'm with you on that. That was actually one of my key matchups in this football game was 49ers team defense versus the Seahawks improv. And I thought the team defense did really good. There was a couple improv plays, um, but it did not really work out for them. So uh, Bomber T says, I feel sick for Trey. I'm with you. I think that's something we can all agree on, Bomber T, is that no one wants that to happen for sure. Ronald says, hey, what's up, Cutback Crew? Was watching Niners Nation reaction, and they are too dang negative. Hope you all being more positive. Of course, I uh, don't want to be negative. You know, it's one of those things where I'm definitely, um, you know, backing uh, Trey Lance always. I thought Trey Lance did such a good job. He was learning on the job. I was very supportive of him. And then when he got hurt, it was like I had to throw my support towards Jimmy Garoppolo. I still love Trey, and I still love Jimmy. I just want the team to win football games. I don't care who's the quarterback. I don't care who's the running back. Ultimately, we talk about that stuff because we want the best possible players out there, and it's our team. Uh, but when it comes down to it, if Trey was successful, that's great for the 49ers, so that means I'm all in. If Jimmy Garoppolo's out there uh, and he's successful, I'm all in because he, you know, he's going to help the football team. I think that's the attitude I have. And when it comes to an injury like this, you just don't have a choice. Uh, this isn't Trey getting benched. This is... Trey getting hurt and Jimmy having to come in and do what he can, you know? And uh, yeah, so I'm with you on that for sure. Uh, Ernest says the defense was dominating everybody. Anybody could have stepped in. It, it, they were. The defense needs to get a lot of credit for this game. They came out and they played it exactly right. They stuck to the, the roles that they were supposed to. Um, that was what Geno Smith did last week against the Denver Broncos. He completed passes underneath. He tried to take advantage of Denver staying off, playing Patrick Sertan and those guys off, DK Metcalf, worried about those deep passes. Uh, later in that game, Denver squatted on all those underneath, and Geno wasn't able to consistently move the sticks. So it got tough, especially if you take away the run game. So the 49ers basically just did the game plan. They just stuck to it. Uh, they played these guys more firm, made Geno uh, have to make some tough throws, and he wasn't able to do it. And then they caught Geno a couple times with some interceptions. The one Talanoa Ufonga tips, and Gibson comes up with a pick, I loved it for a couple of reasons. Number one, Hufanga continues to flash and make plays, which is great for this 49ers team and defense. 
but also Gibson. You know, last week he had the near interception. This week he gets it. I love that. I love having a guy like that make a play. So uh, Bombers, he's on praying for Trey. Yeah, I, I love that mindset. I think so. Traffic says, as a play caller in the NFL, you got to call plays you think are the best for your team. Can't call plays thinking about what if your player gets injured. That is exactly right. When you start thinking about injuries is when you get into the fourth quarter and you're winning uh, and you have a significant lead and you want to get players off the field. That's when you start thinking about injuries. But as a play caller, you can't think like, oh, this guy could get hurt or this, you know, I mean, it's just like Elijah Mitchell getting hurt last week. He made a great cut and that put him in harm's way to be able to get hit from the side. There's nothing you can do about that play. You just have to execute, you know, where the, where the play design is supposed to go and where the defense's weaknesses are. And the defensive weakness for Seattle was in that C gap between Spencer Burford. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, between um, Mike McGlinchey and the tight end, that's where they were trying to run those C gaps. They were kicking those defensive tackles in or uh, ends in the three, four, the five techs, kicking them in and then trying to run just off that tackle. A lot of times double teaming that guy. That's just where the design runs were going because that was the bubble in the defense. It's unfortunate, but you know, a lot of people see anything between the tight ends as the middle of the field. Uh, that's just how it is. Sometimes you have to attack like that. So uh, it's tough. Um, WTM saying, Jimmy said, don't even trip. I mean, he came in there and handled it. Uh, Brad Jones says, watch the conspiracy. Some on Kyle wanted Trey to get hurt. That's the reason he kept uh, running Trey. Yeah, I don't think there's any way that, that Kyle wants Trey to get hurt because Trey is, is ta attached to him, whether, you know, whether anyone thinks it or not. Um, they he made that draft pick. Him and John Lynch attached himself to Trey Lance. They want Trey Lance to be that player and show up and make big time plays, you know. And his legs gave Kyle extra, you know, because there were situations he could create and extend plays. Um, and plus he just made it easier for the run game because you had to account for him. That you don't have to account for Jimmy. Uh, so it does change the run game a little bit. Uh, Ronald says, "Yeah, Ant, it's awesome. Love the cutback crew. Thanks so much." Really appreciate that for sure. Hugo G said, like Mark Schler said, it's not a question of will it, it's when it will happen. Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, Jason Hill says, we still have questions about Trey. You thought all those questions were going to be answered this year? Well, they could have had 17 games. He could have played 20 games this year. And you still would have had questions about Trey. He's a young guy. He's learning. Um, so, I mean, you did you want him to get all those reps and, and all that? Yes, of course. Um, but I don't think there would have been unanswered questions. There still is. So uh, it, it's just the way it is. And Richie Boyce says Huff. I love it. Yeah, Huff is the man. And then he says Huff Huff. I like that. <laughs> Ernest says, do you think Wilson looked good or was it because the offensive line? I thought Wilson looked good. Uh, this is the thing. You know, Wilson was making some plays in training camp. I thought he was looking more explosive. I thought he had some plays. You could see when they kind of clamped down in the third quarter, there was tough sledding for the running backs to be able to get anything going, including Debo Samuel. That was when they kind of loaded the box and then Kyle had to kind of get some things going out on the outside to kind of widen them horizontally to be able to get those lanes back. Uh, so, I mean, good job by the Seattle Seahawks defense for adjusting to what Kyle was doing on offense. And then he adjusted back. And once he did, they started creating some more lanes again to be able to run the football. Just like any running back, they need lanes. You know, it's just uh, someone like Elijah Mitchell doesn't need as much as, you know, Jeff Wilson Jr. or TDP. Um, but I thought TDP did pretty good today. At least it was promising, right? You saw him making good carries. The one thing I want to see the 49ers get better at is these negative plays on first and second down in the run game. You can't have two and three yard losses at times. Were they able to overcome those sometimes? Yeah, and sometimes they were kind of drive stallers. You don't want that for your offense. So 
They need to figure that out. The one time you had Brendel and Burford basically uh, go two different directions. So they're they're still working on their chemistry, working on playing together as an offensive line. That's why I've kind of said I think it's going to be five or six games before these guys play together at a, a nice pace. So uh, we're just waiting for that that for that to happen, for them to gel. But I think they're going to get there. It's just going to take time. Um, but I really like it. David Campbell says, Jimmy leading this team to the Super Bowl win would be such a great story. I agree. And now he doesn't have a choice, David. I'm saying right now, if Trey's out, Jimmy, you better lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Uh, we need this win. And this 49ers defense is so good. They are so good. And uh, as long as that defense can stay healthy, they are going to suffocate teams. Russell Wilson's already thinking about it. I mean, that that Broncos offense hasn't been going strong. But I can tell you right now, that 49ers defense is all over you. They're flying all over the place. And they don't even have Jimmy Ward right now. Oh, this is, I mean, the, the defense is the most exciting thing to come out of this team so far. Because the Bears didn't really do anything besides broken plays. The Seahawks did nothing. I mean, they absolutely did nothing against the 49ers. They're fantastic. Um, so I've been excited about that. Lou says, hello, Ant. Truly a tragedy that this happened to Trey. I was all prepared for the ups and downs of the first year, no matter the outcome. Yeah, I think so. I was with you. You know, that's what we talked about. You know, we were going to see great moments from Trey. We were going to see, you know, something you kind of scratch your head, but you knew he was going to learn a lot uh, through the process. And it's unfortunate that he got hurt. It really is. I you know you never want to see a young guy. I mean, I remember sitting in that moment and I was making the graphic, you know, to put up of the breaking news that Trey got hurt in that game and that he was carted off. And, um, you know, I'm sitting there and it's just, it, it, it just made me feel bad. You know, you feel bad for the kid, number one, um, because he's worked so hard over these last couple of years. And this year, you know, it was his time and he was taking it on and the way he was handling things was right. The things he was saying were perfect. You know I mean? It was, he was approaching the game the right way. Uh, mentally and it's like okay we're gonna see it and you saw him a little bit in the, the beginning of this game he had moments where it's like okay here we go here we go and we just never got to see that explosion point from trey lance this season and that's unfortunate hoping you know that he comes through this positively with the surgery and then he just keeps equipping himself mentally while physically he tries to get himself back never a good situation coming off an injury it's not what i wanted for the kid it sucks um but you know the team like kyle said you have to keep going. You don't have time to feel sorry for yourself. So they'll all take some time. They'll feel bad for Trey tonight for sure. Um, but then they got to get after it and they got to understand because, you know, it it sucks that it's Trey, but it could be somebody else tomorrow and you have to overcome those injuries. Uh, football doesn't stop, but man, yeah, I felt for Trey in that situation. It wasn't good. Ernest says, is it me or did Mike McGlinchey look like he was happy to have Jimmy in there? Um, I don't know for sure. You know, I mean, that was one of the things that I kind of brought up. I was watching it with uh, my dad and I kind of told him, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I don't know what to do as far as, the, you know, the facials, like what people are going to think of their facials. Um, and that's unfortunate. But, you know, I'm hoping not. Uh, Eric thinks as Kyle said in his press conference that the injury wouldn't change his play calling. I, I agree. He's pretty steadfast. And Brad Jones says breaking news. Greenlaw just resigned with the Niners to a two-year contract extension. Thank you, Ronald, for coming through with that as well. Uh, sorry I missed that. I'm going through the, the chat, so I missed it. But that's great news for the 49ers. They have been talking about extensions. They got Mitch Wisnowski, and then which Mitch Wisnowski helps the 49ers get a turnover on special teams. Worth every penny, right? Uh, and then now you've got um, you know Greenlaw coming back. That's good news. The questions have been, would they be able to keep one of those linebackers or both? They're able to keep one for sure. Let's see if they do anything with Aziz Alshire. 
Uh, so more good news, and, and that's good news because, unfortunately, we had the bad news about Trey, but at least we have good news coming out. WTM says, uh, have Mooney give, given up a catch more than 20 yards yet? He's looking so locked down right now. Yeah. Uh, Mooney Ward is looking fantastic. Emmanuel Mosley's been looking good as well. Secondary looking good. Uh, excited about this about this 49ers defense. It's really good. I'm excited about it. Scooter says, you see how Jimmy is throwing under the underpasses, uh, getting those PIs. He is throwing it. Um, and he's throwing it kind of back towards the inside where they can work. That was interesting. Let's see if that continues, Shooter, um, how that develops. And I think he was taking advantage of these young corners for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, in my film breakdown I did over on Patreon, I actually talked a lot about the rookie on the other side. Now, Kobe Bryant was being grabby too. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities with this young Seattle team. And we know it's it's just ref different than it was back when they had the, you know, the Richard Sherman and Brandon Browner and all those guys. Uh, now you can't do what they did with the Legion of Boom. You can't be as physical. And so you're going to get those penalties. So Jimmy underthrowing those balls worked out. Uh, and Brandon Ayuk was doing a good job of getting over the top and then working his way back and fighting to the football. You don't get it unless he's fighting. Uh, Lou says, is it Brock Purdy now or uh, Brock Purdy will be quarterback too. I think Brock Purdy will be two and they'll sign someone to the practice squad um, you know, to be quarterback three, just in case. Who that will be, I don't know. I'll have to go out there and see who's available. They had brought in a couple guys for workouts last week. So now they'll have somebody available just in case. Uh, JLE says, oh, now we have to worry about Jimmy staying healthy. Here we go. Yeah, we do. We do need Jimmy to stay healthy. But if you really look at the way uh, Kyle called plays even with Jimmy in there, he let Jimmy run the football too. Um, Kyle just calls plays. There you go. And David says cards and Raiders are an OT. Ronald says the same thing. Thank you guys for the update. Uh, Hugo says four years D was not tricked. They were always in position. They did a really good job. Uh, and thank you so much, Ernest, for saying Ant is grinding. Give him the thumbs up. I appreciate that. Brad Jones with the update on the Cardinals as well. Uh, Ronald says, should the four years go sign another quarterback to back up Jimmy, or should they go with Brock? I think they go with Brock as the backup, and they sign a third guy to the practice squad. I think that's just what they're going to go. Words of Wisdom says, this is Jimmy's G's teams, not Kyle Shanty fan, just a 49ers fan. Niners Empire, baby. Uh, get well, Trey. I'm I'm in agreement. We're, we got to back Jimmy Garoppolo now. Um, we're, we're going to pray for Trey Lance. I was behind Trey Lance. Trey Lance got hurt. And now I need to throw that weight behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's just the way it is. You know, as, as fans, that's what we got to do. Um, you just got to keep trying, you know, get the, get it broke down. Um, but it's unfortunate that, that Trey got hurt, but you know, at least we do have Jimmy Garoppolo to come in there. Best backup quarterback in the NFL. And now, uh, starting quarterback for the 49ers. Soothing sounds is such a tough blow for Trey in his NFL career. Uh, I'm 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 in agreement with that. I'm in agreement. It's it's not good. Um, WTM says both had three sacks in two day two games. If healthy, and we see Nick making his first All Pro. He should have had an All Pro last year. WTM. Well, absolutely, Nick Bosa. Uh, I think he's going to get more than the 15 and a half sacks he got last year. So I think that yeah, he he's going to make an All Pro this year, and he should have had it last year. Um, so yeah, and soothing sounds says, but happy Jimmy is still with the team. I think that's kind of the consensus. No one wanted to see Trey hurt. You were hoping that Jimmy wasn't a, um, you know, a, a safety valve they had to use. I think if you had to use him, you were hoping it was like a two or three game window. He could come in there and win football games. Uh, but now that he is, I mean, we need the guy to go ahead and win football games. So, uh, and <laughs> David's saying bye-bye Aziz. Um, and he also said the NFL is the next man up league always has been. That is a truest statement there is. 
um, for sure. And, and I like that Shylock is saying, you see that clutchness. He's not letting anyone forget about it. Uh, David V says, Ant, you, you the man. We got the win, buddy. Yeah, I loved it. I love the win. You needed to get the win, especially over the Seahawks. You can't afford to lose a game. Now you're one and one. You're in the you know, first place in your division tied with the Rams. You got to feel pretty good about it. Uh, Brad Jones says that 2019 draft is looking like something special. If only number four can work out. Brad, Brad, why'd you have to do that to me, man? Why'd you have to do that? Just last week, I Googled Jalen Hurd just to see if anything happened. Yeah, throw it out there again. Come on, man. Oh, you're right, though. You are right. That 2019 one is special, minus the fact that Jalen Hurd, I mean, couldn't stay healthy and can't even play in the league. Uh, so he must really be healthy still. Uh, David Campbell says they need to beat down Willow next weekend. That would be cathartic. Yeah, and I know you're meaning Wilson. Uh, yeah, if we beat Wilson next week, that would be so good. And I think they can. I think they can. I think they can do it. I broke down last week's film of Seattle versus Denver, and this week I get to go through uh, Dem Denver's game again this week against Houston. I'm excited about it. Another breakdown. Two weeks of film on Denver. I can't wait. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Hugo says, I'm support I support whoever's wearing red, white, and gold. I'm with you. I'm with you. And uh, Soothing says, Cam Newton is available, I think. The question would be, is, would Newton be you know, willing to come to the practice squad? Uh, they worked out uh, the backup quarter, former backup quarterback for Green Bay. I know that. I do believe there's a couple guys out there. I think Josh Johnson might still be there. He's been with the team before. He knows the system. He's been with like 16 teams. Um, so I think that one would be someone interesting as well. But I think they will bring someone in. Brad Jones says, does Jimmy get the captain patch back on now that Trey's out for the season? No. Jimmy ain't going to be the captain on this football team. I think uh, he will already assert himself as a captain on offense because they already understand and look to him. He's the guy in the huddle. But the guys who were chosen as captains are still the overall captains. But uh, Trent Williams, you know, Nick Bosa and all those guys, they do respect Jimmy Garoppolo. He's earned their respect. And so I think they're going to treat him as such. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, WT. Oh, wait. I'm uh, sorry. Right here. We got John. What's up, John? How's it going? I, I sack Francisco in the house. How's that Jimmy G insurance policy holding up so far? Good so far. Let's just hope so, Hope we don't have to suffer any mayhem and lose Jimmy G either. Uh, so make sure we don't have that problem. Uh, WTM says next Sunday night, I think we can do uh, we can do the Broncos very bad. Russell Wilson holds the ball longer with Denver than he ever did in Seattle. Exactly. Um, and I'm will I can't wait to get into that breakdown because they run a five man front, you know, that three four, very similar to what you just saw that Vic Fangio's kind of scheme. And then on offense, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, their head coach, is bringing over the Packer principles that Mike Lafleur, or I'm sorry, Matt Lafleur runs, which is once again Kyle Shanahan centric. So you're you're looking in a mirror for one, the Seattle's defense, and then number two, the offense you see every single day in practice. So the 49ers are definitely going to understand the ins and outs of it and brad jones says i'm sorry and i had to i you know i love it i'm just having fun brad it's you have to at this point right i, I told you guys i put all my weight into the jalen hurt it didn't work out i gotta take my lumps uh no matter when they come and that's okay uh david via says what up shooter he's talking to shooter he said are the shooter mcgavin from happy gilmore oh i like that he's called him shooter for happy gilmore who says his grade non-issue this year due to his due to this injury no i think gray will still be an issue here's why Jimmy Garoppolo threw that ball into the end zone. Now, did Diggs almost intercept it? Yes. Did Gray not catch it? Yes. But here's the thing. Jimmy Garoppolo proved he would take that shot. So if you want to try to man up a safety one-on-one -on -one with Danny Gray and think Jimmy Garoppolo can't make a, make a pass 40 yards downfield, go ahead and try that. Here's the problem. 
he's going to hit it at some point and it's going to hit you big. But with Danny Gray's speed, it puts the, the fear into people. So now send him deep and let Jimmy chuck it deep. Jimmy just got to be willing to take some chances. It's the fear of. That was the same thing with Trey a lot of times with the run game. It's the fear of the run was this important. Now the fear of the, the ball going down the field is important. And Jimmy took some shots to Brandon. Brandon, of course, worked back towards the ball and got pass interference. Uh, but I think there is an avenue to get the ball to Danny Gray. I just don't know how much chemistry Jimmy has with Danny Gray yet. Uh, he has chemistry with Brandon Nuke and Debo Sammy. He played with them before. Jawan Jennings. So those are the guys you've seen him go to. I've seen him go to Ray Ray a little bit. But uh, him and Gray are going to have to get some chemistry and work it out. I think they can, though. I think they definitely can. Um, oh, I like Soothing Sounds saying Mike Glennon. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe the 49ers need some neck, right? Yeah, there you go. Um, Jay Ellie says, Donkey's not looking like anything special. Um, should be a W. I, I thought they were going to look so much better, JLE. Uh, when we were going through our schedule breakdown, I really did think that we were going to, we were going to go into that game and that, that could possibly be the 49ers first loss with how good the Denver Broncos were. Um, but they're not really showing out to be that team right now. So, ah, um, Twisted Clown says, it is, is it Kyle's fault? Uh, running straight into the ground. No use of that arm. Debo, no deep targets. Um, I think people are going to believe that, Twisted Clown. I think some people are going to blame Trey, or I mean Kyle for Trey's injury. I'm not. Uh, I've coached long enough to know that, you know, freaky things happen. And you can't, you know, figure out what you're going to do with the player just worrying about them getting hurt. I think, you know, he had a number of, of carries that Trey Lance was going to get. If this would have been in the fourth quarter and Trey had ran the ball, you know, 14 times or whatever and got hurt, you could say, well, he put him at more risk than he should have. We're talking the first quarter on his, what, third design run. Um, that's something that he's going to add to this offense. And, you know, that's what you want to use all his skill sets. And one of his big skill sets is, is using his legs, whether that's to run the football or extend plays. Um, and right now, as far as a quarterback with his arm, he doesn't decipher coverage, you know, at the level of some of the other guys. So using his skill set overall is important because when you throw in his legs to go with what he can do with the arm big down the field, uh, then you've got a very talented quarterback that can make plays and help you win playoff games. Uh, if you don't use his legs and make him a pocket passer, I don't think you're using his skills to the best of your ability. So I think that's part of what Kyle was doing. So it, it's tough. It really is. I, I mean, I don't like, I don't like giving somebody, you know, problems for an injury where it was a, you know, it was a kind of a non-contact thing. I know he did take a hit, but he got it bent underneath him. Um, Mr. Corey says, and I can't even celebrate this one. Lance getting injured burns me out. Garoppolo is my quarterback. I mean, that's the thing. You you can a lot of people are taking it that way, and that's understandable. Um, the coach in me doesn't allow me to think that way. I'm bummed for Trey, um, but I'm excited for the team that they get a win because when it comes down to it, it's early in the season. You can't go feeling sorry for yourself. You got games you got to win. You can't let the season go because guess what? You lost one of fifty three, but there's fifty two guys that have still been busting their ass this entire time in offseason to win a Super Bowl, and they're still invested in it. And, you know, it's not a, you don't like that your, your quarterback goes down and Trey. You want Trey to be a big part of it. Uh, but when, it, when you come down to it, you know, you had to move on when Elijah Mitchell got hurt. You had these young guys that had to step up, you know, and there's been other injuries around, or along the way as well. You have to do the same with Trey. I think it cuts us deep because, you know, we wanted to see what he was going to be able to do. He's a young guy with a lot of exciting ability, um, but you just got to move on, you know, and, and that's unfortunate. Uh, until he's able to come back, this is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo's team, and a lot of people don't want to watch Jimmy play. 
Uh, but once again, I don't care who's under center as long as the 49ers win. If Brock Purdy needs to come in there and he can win the 49ers football games, by God, put Brock Purdy in there. I have no problems with it. Win football games. Uh, that's what it's about. So that, that's kind of who I am as far as that. And what is up, Paul? Welcome to chat. Uh, I'm glad you're having a good one. Uh, and Mr. Corey says, and let me give you your props on for the pause to bury Jeff Wilson Jr. I was wrong. Thank you, Mr. Corey. Yeah, no, I'm glad Jeff Wilson showed out. I have, I don't need to take a victory lap on this. I'm just glad he got it going because we needed a veteran player to step up. It was nice to see TDP come in and get some carries. But when it came down to it, you need that veteran. So that was good news for the 49ers. And Jeff Wilson Jr. did a good job. And the offensive line gave him some holes. But him and TDP's jump cuts were all on target today. I really liked it. Anthony Lynn did a good job rotating those guys through. So I was excited about that. Uh, and what's up to everyone in chat? We got more people coming in. I really appreciate that. Jaylee says, Kyle just uh, more used to the play calling for Jimmy. The play calling for Lance was inconsistent and confusing at times. I think he's trying to figure out exactly what Tracy is. Because one of the most complicated things for a quarterback-coach combo is for that quarterback to see football the way that the coach does. Joe Montana saw football the same way Bill Walsh did. That's why they work so well together. Mike Holmgren was the play caller for Joe in 1989 when he had the Hughes season. They were on the same page. Steve Young and uh, Mike Shanahan in 1994 famously were on the same page. They, they knew exactly what they were going to call every single play. They would just go through it. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, so Trey's trying to see football through Kyle's you know, point of view. Jimmy's already been able to do that. Jimmy understands the way Kyle sees football. So he can go ahead and uh, Kyle knows okay, I can do this, and then Jimmy can go out and execute it. So he knows his strengths and weaknesses better. He knows how he processes the game. Kyle and Trey were, were figuring that out. I think at some point they would have got it figured out, and then we would have had huge plays and huge potential. Uh, but that's part of the process. Makes it tough. It really does, uh, because you just got to get on the same page. It's, you know, not even just about these guys getting on the same page on the field, but the coach and um, the, the play caller and quarterback getting on the same page. So, um and has there been any timeline on Jimmy Ward? Sorry, guys. We're getting hit here. I'm going to have to play a little defense just for a second. Um, I, do, I have to go ahead and take care of this stuff. I hate when they come through, but got to handle business. Just a second. I'll be right back. All right. Good to go. Thank you guys for being uh, patient with me. Um, and I want to go back there. Is there any timeline of Jimmy Ward? Yeah, so Jimmy Ward was thought to be four to six weeks. Um, so the four weeks, of course, he's on the IR, so it has to be after that. So after four weeks, they could activate Jimmy Ward. My expectation is after four weeks, they will open his window um, for him to be able to come back. And then I think Jimmy will possibly come back. But you just never know with those kind of injuries, but it looks like it. That's when they'll make the decision. And it's crazy because Tayshawn Gibson is playing so well. You put Jimmy Ward in. You don't want to lose Gibson off your roster. You're not going to lose Odom because of his special teams. But Ward is about uh, Tarverius Moore's helping you on special teams as well. Ward's going to have an interesting, interesting decision. Do they keep five safeties at that point? Because you're also going to have Jason Verrett eligible to come back. You know, after week six, so or week four, we got a lot of stuff coming up for the 49ers as far as uh, decisions to be made around the roster. Paul says Kyle and the 49ers. Cohesive locker room has allowed us to have a decent quarterback with Trey, when Trey got hurt. I agree. Uh, so I agree. And WTM said, technically, we won 27-0. Uh, pretty much. It's just that one bad thing. Uh, Yago says, why give Trey those options, stupid AF? Um, 
no ring kyle we'll see i mean that's the thing right uh, it might all work out brad just says here's an important question who gets elevated from the practice squad with trey going on ir um that is a good point we'll see um we'll see what they end up going with they could go with a running back they have that you know eligibility but they also have some other guys as well that they could use for special teams you no longer have to use a spot for a third quarterback so it, it could be you know one of those other guys they don't need an offensive lineman for sure defensive line they've been leaving a guy inactive every single week so it won't be a defensive lineman could be a defensive back that could go that route or it could be you know a wide receiver like malik turner somebody that can help you on special teams they could elevate him they could also just sign somebody off the street uh depending on what they want to do but uh i also wouldn't be surprised if they don't just sit back maybe dante johnson but i wouldn't be surprised if they don't sit back with 52 men on the roster just knowing that in two weeks they're potentially going to be um you know bringing back jimmy ward or you know somebody else so we'll see what they do there um yago said insurance for guaranteed no ring uh, yago's having fun and uh, mr course and hufong is on a mission the most the most pleasant part of the first two games i'm agreeing with you wtm says can you imagine this team with ward mitchell and Verrett back yeah the defense could absolutely get more nasty womack did a pretty good job today uh but i i just i'm looking at it, i'm like dude Imagine if Verrett was back. I just, I love it. Uh, David Campbell says, this is when you really miss a sidekick. Uh, those, <laughs> when, when you get all those, yeah, you're right. When everything starts hitting hitting me, I have to take a quick second to handle it. That is exactly right. When you're riding solo, you can't have anyone talk for you. So yeah, I have to go ahead and take that. Uh, uh, and JLE saying, yeah. Okay, so Fortnite's gal, thank you for the update. The Cardinals win. So that's a big comeback for the Cardinals. Wow. What a loss for the the Raiders. I feel for them on that one. Whew, I wanted them to win and beat the Cardinals. Uh, that would have been nice. Yeah, that's it. I, I'm with everyone. Ronald and everyone saying, hey, we we're hoping the Raiders were going to win. That would have been really nice for the 49ers if the Raiders would have won, uh, beat the Cardinals, and the Cardinals would have been 0-2. Super tough. Uh, super tough. Uh, so, guys, thank you guys for coming through for the game reaction show. I'm going to be putting out a game recap show. We'll get farther into uh, all the numbers and, and more of the game breakdown of all the key plays and why they worked and all that. And that'll come out tomorrow. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming for the game reaction show. I really had a good time talking through everything with you guys. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And thank you guys for bringing your opinions on Trey Lance, on Jimmy Garoppolo and all that. Looking forward to, you know, more, more week, another week of great content. I hope you guys all join me all throughout the week. Content coming out all week. Thank you guys so much for coming through. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.